Thank you. Wow. What happened? I've tried the um, olives with milk combination. It's like, it shouldn't be as good as it is. <laughs> but you know what it is? It just tastes like pizza. Like if you, if you like olives on a pizza, it's basically like, I don't know, something happens. Maybe it's something to do with the brine, but the milk basically becomes cheese and you're essentially eating olives and cheese. <laughs> Which might make it worse, might make it better. That's, that's up to you. That's not what I'm here to talk about. I am here to kick off our new theme, uh, which is flourishing. But I just want to say a massive welcome to everyone, especially to our uh, Deep End campers. Give me a wave if you're at Deep End Camp. Yes, we had a blast. I'm so glad that you guys are here. It's going to be great to see you all again. We, um, yeah, so my name is Dave. I'm the Children and Families Pastor here. And uh, this is welcome to our, our third family service of the year. We love these. It's a celebration of the fact that we are all family because of Jesus. Today, we're kicking off a new theme. It's called Flourishing. And it comes from our vision statement here at Cary, which is to be flourishing communities of hope. It's part of our vision to be flourishing. It's part of who we are. It's part of who we are called to be. It's part of who we believe God is calling us to be, most importantly. And so because of all those things, it's really important that we know what it means. What does it mean to be flourishing? It's important that we, we're on the same page about that. And that's what I'm going to be unpacking a little bit this morning. So to start with, I'm a definitions person. I like just like finding out what words mean. So I Google definitions. Um, and so I try to hunt down a few definitions for the word flourishing. And this is, this is what I've come up with. Um, not what I've come up with, what I've found. But flourishing is developing rapidly and successfully, thriving, to grow luxuriantly and vigorously, to prosper, yielding abundantly, to be fruitful, to excel, to succeed, and to thrive. Does it sound like the kind of life you want to live? To me, I hear that and I'm like, yes. Let's, let's do that. Let's have that, right? It, and there's a lot of things in there about growth. And um, so flourishing, it's all, about, it's all about growth, but it's not just growth. I was thinking about this. You can have growth that's good and you can have growth that's bad, can't you? You can, uh, sometimes I look into my fridge and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that's not the best growth I need to clean that out, you know. We, so flourishing is about having successful growth, abundant growth, healthy growth. You can put, if you put the right things into your body, you will physically grow in a healthy way. If you put the wrong things in, you might still grow, but you might grow along a different axis, maybe a different one than you were. You get that. If you put the wrong things into your body, you can, you can grow physically in an unhealthy way, and I think you can also grow spiritually in an unhealthy way. But flourishing is about having growth of the right things. I think it was probably about a month ago now, I got to be part of something that was really, really cool. Um, we, we went away on Deep End Camp, 35 campers in year five and six, and um, me and my team of volunteers, we went to Dwelling Up, and we had a blast we had a week there where we learned stuff about God, we were challenged, we were inspired, we were pushed, we got to 
experience that growth. We got to experience rapid development in our faith. We got to passionately celebrate who God is. And a lot of us, including me, including many of the volunteers as well as the campers, um, we, we've, we felt that successful growth of overcoming challenges and being challenged by God and growing. At camp, we were flourishing. I put together a little, a little highlights reel that I love to share with you this morning. It's, um, it's like our, our camp video for, for 2020. Um, we had so many amazing moments. I've managed to capture just a handful of them. Um, but why don't, we, why don't we watch the screen and enjoy this? size good size oh we had so much fun we had such a good time and and for that whole week i think so many of us were, were feeling that we were we were flourishing but i want you to, i want to ask you can you think of a time in your life where you felt like that where you've you felt like i'm growing now i'm growing i feel like i'm succeeding i feel like i'm seeing fruit i feel like i'm seeing the good outcomes of all my hard work maybe you're in that season right now but some of you might not be. And maybe you can think back to a time when, when that's how you felt. And that, that can sometimes be really difficult because those seasons are awesome. 
And if you're not in that season now, but you can think back to one, chances are uh, you might sometimes feel like, oh, I kind of missed that, that season. Certainly one of the things that we had to deal with when we got back from camp was not being at camp anymore. Having to figure out how to, how to hang on to the joy that, we'd, that we experienced. We had this peak experience with God. And then having to come back and go back to normal life. All of us, at some point in our life, either have done or will experience this. Experiencing some great, great moments with God or a great season with God. Feeling really connected and thriving and flourishing. And then something changes. And it can be, it can be anything. It could be something positive or negative, something painful or beautiful. It could, be, it could be as simple as going back to school. It could be finishing school. You know, it could be you lose a job or it could be starting a new job. It could be losing a family member. It could be gaining a family member. It could be anything. Something's changed and now suddenly circumstances are different and you find yourself thinking, ah, oh, I don't feel like I'm growing. We find ourselves thinking, I, I, I miss that other season. I don't feel like I'm succeeding. I might not even feel like I'm healthy. How do we get back to that? Have you ever asked that question? Have you ever thought back to a season in your life and thought, how do I get back to that? How do I get back to feeling that way? But what if we weren't supposed to go back to those seasons? What if we could be growing within our current circumstances? What if we could have health in the season that we're in? What if we could flourish right where we are? That's what I'm going to talk to you about this morning. And so let's just, I'd love for us to just take a moment together. Let's invite God to speak to us because I believe that he wants to speak to us about that very question this morning. Heavenly Father, we just give you all of ourselves right now. And we ask that you would speak. We invite you to speak right into our hearts. I pray that you would speak through me right now. In Jesus' name, amen. So the first thing that we need to understand about flourishing is that it's God's will for us. It's God's will that we flourish. This kind of healthy, successful growth which yields fruit, that is what we were made for. In John 10.10, Jesus says that he came that we could have life and life to the full. That is what he's talking about. He came so that we could flourish because we're meant to. But how? If it's God's will for us, surely he's given us some tips Let's take a look at what the Bible says about this. I want to share a few passages with you, and we're going to just talk them through. In Psalm 1, verse, verse 3, actually, but we'll backtrack in a minute. We get this picture, which I love, of people who are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. That sounds like flourishing, right? So how do those people get to that point? Let's backtrack a couple of verses Psalm 1 verse 1. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. This is about avoiding joining in well, it says with the wicked. And I think what we're talking about when we talk about the wicked is people who are directly opposing Jesus. 
Now, it doesn't say don't be friends with people who oppose Jesus. It doesn't say don't love them. It doesn't say be nasty to them. It just says avoid joining in with their activities that are directly in opposition to Jesus. Avoid taking their advice and instead meditate on what God has said. Think about what God has said, what you've read in the Bible. Meditate on it day and night. Let those, be intentional about what's going into your mind and what's going into your heart. Be intentional about what you consume and let it be from the Holy Spirit. This is how we step towards flourishing right where we are. James 1 verse 10 to 12 says this. It says, those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. They will fade away like a little flower in the field. The hot sun rises and the grass withers. The little flower droops and falls and its beauty fades away. So that's not flourishing, is it? But in the same way, the rich will fade away with all of their achievements. And God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised those who love him. They will receive this life that Jesus has spoken to us about, that he came so that we could have. We flourish and we move towards flourishing when we choose to patiently endure testing and temptation. When we choose to put God's God first and God's will first and endure the tests that are in front of us. 1 Corinthians 9 to encourage us encourages us to run with purpose in every step. Proverbs 11.28 says, Those who trust in their riches will fall, but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. The NLT says this, says, The godly flourish like leaves in spring. This is a verse about trusting in God, putting His will first, trusting in Him over our own achievements, over our own money, being righteous, a quick side note, what does righteous mean? Righteous is one of these interesting words that we don't, we don't hear a whole lot outside of the Bible. And I think that it only has a relevant definition if you believe that God is the one who decides what's right and what's wrong. If you don't believe that God is the one who decides what's right and wrong, then being righteous probably just means doing whatever you think is right at the time. But when we believe that God is the one who decides this, then being righteous is about letting God transform us and making us right by, by us putting his will first. So flourishing is when we have growth of the right things. So if God decides what's right and wrong, then we will flourish when we're connected to God, when we're thirsty for him, when we're actively seeking him at all times. That's when we become spiritually healthy. That's when we're growing. That's when we start seeing fruit. So, what about when we're not seeing those things? What about when we're doing all that stuff? We're putting God first. We're seeking Him, we're spending time with Him, we're really careful and intentional about what goes into our minds, and we still don't feel like we're growing because circumstances are really tough. We're still not seeing it. Well, let, let me come back to Psalm 1 verse 3, which says, They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, they prosper in all they do. Bearing fruit each season. 
sometimes we don't see the fruit because fruit is seasonal. Fruit is seasonal. So sometimes God is at work in us. God is growing something in us. But we don't see the outcome right in the season that we're in because that fruit, that outcome, it's coming later. It's coming later. If we are putting God first and we're connected to Him, then we're always going to be growing. Something's always going to be growing. Some growth is to have fruit right now and some growth is for fruit that's later. This second half of this verse says, leaves wither and they prosper in all that they do. Sorry, leaves never wither. We prosper in all that they do. So if we're doing these things, we're always going to be growing. But sometimes we also, sometimes it's not about fruit. Sometimes we just don't see the growth in our own selves. Sometimes we don't see the growth in our own lives. And sometimes that's because we're, we're not looking for it in the right place. See, sometimes God might be at work in our life, growing us in a certain way. And we're hoping that he's going to grow us in one way, but he's actually at work on something completely different. So if, if, if in your current season you're thinking, yeah, I'm just not seeing growth. I'm, I'm connected to God and I'm putting him first and I'm seeking him with everything, but I don't feel like I'm growing. Then I encourage you to ask him this question. God, what are you working on? What are you working on? What are you growing? And then go with that. Because whatever God is choosing to work on, that's what's going to need the work. That's the most important thing. I believe that it's God's will for all of us to flourish in every season. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be equally easy in every season. If flourishing is dependent on being connected to God, putting Him first, trusting in Him, meditating on Him, some seasons it's really easy to do that, right? Some seasons just drive us to God. Camp is an example of one of those. How easy was it for us? Camp was an isolated environment where we were just all there together with like-minded Christians, spending our days seeking God and celebrating how great He is. How easy is it to, to put Him first and to feel connected to Him? Of course, It's easy to flourish in an environment like that. Of course, it's easier than when getting home and being pulled in a thousand different directions with all kinds of influences coming at us, including people who want to criticize and rob you of your faith. And I'm not just... I'm not just talking about coming back from camp when I, when I go through that description. All of us ha- go through these seasons. Every single one of us in this room go through these times where it's really easy to connect with God. It's really easy to meditate on Scripture. It's really easy to feel connected with Him. And there we also go through times when we are being brought down. When it's really hard, maybe we're just flat out and really busy and, it's, and, and we have to work hard to fight for time that we can give to God, that we can spend seeking Him. Maybe we're dealing with influences who don't like the faith that we have and want to tear it down or want to tear it away from us. And so we find ourselves feeling like we're not flourishing and looking back at these seasons when it was easy and asking, how do I get back to that? How do I get back to that? Longing for a season that has passed, a season that oftentimes is not coming back. So this is the good news. Even though it's easier in some seasons to flourish than in others, your situation and your circumstance are not what determines 
whether you flourish or not. Every time that you're intentional about what you consume, every time you're intentional about what you join in with, you're moving towards flourishing. Every time you read the Bible, every time you think about what you've read, every time you resist temptation, every time you choose to trust God instead of worrying about your own achievements, you are stepping forward with purpose towards healthy, successful, abundant growth. Every time you do these things, you're making decisions that, that help you flourish in the season that you're in. So if you feel like you're flourishing right now, if you feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm living it. Life is good. Life is good size. And I, I feel like I am growing and, it's, and successful and healthy. Then that's awesome. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. And ask him to, to draw your attention to what it is that he's growing in you. What it is that he's doing in your heart. Because the season that you're in isn't going to last forever. But what God is doing in your heart right now, that will last forever. That is what will, you will carry into the next season and the next season and the next season. So ask God to make you really aware of it so that you can hang on to it and you can fight for it when things change. If you feel like you're not flourishing right now because you, you might feel like you're not because your circumstances are just too harsh. You might be sitting there thinking, Dave, I, I, I believe in God and I love him and I want to put him first, but nothing could flourish in the, in the circumstances that I'm in the middle of right now. Nothing can thrive in this circumstance. I want to encourage you. God is bigger than that. God is bigger than that, and it is his will for you that you would flourish, that your leaves would never wither, and you would prosper in all that you do. So I encourage you, ask him. If you can't see the growth in your current situation, ask him. God, what is it that you are growing? What is it that you are working on right now? I can't see what you're doing. Help me to see what you're doing because he's always at work. And whatever he's doing in you, I guarantee you it's good because he loves you. He loves you and he is for you and he is at work in your life as you seek him and put him first. Ask him to show you what he's doing. Maybe you feel like you're not flourishing right now because... Maybe it's not about situation or circumstance. Maybe it might just be that you feel like you're far from God. Maybe you know. Maybe you know that you're far from God right now. And if that's the case, then I want to encourage you to take an opportunity right now to make a decision to change that. It might mean recommitting your heart and your life to Jesus. It might mean turning away from something that you know what it is, and coming back to God and asking for his forgiveness. We call that repenting. Or maybe you've, you've never asked Jesus into your heart before. Maybe you've never made a decision to follow him in the first place, but as I've been talking, you've been thinking, yeah, I, I like the sound of a life which is full of healthy, successful, abundant growth. I like the sound of a God who is going to who is for me and loves me and wants to help me grow even in difficult seasons. And maybe you've never said yes to Jesus before, but maybe today's the day. Maybe, maybe right now is the moment to say, yeah, I want to say yes to the flourishing that Jesus offers. It's as simple as saying to God, I need you 
I can't do it on my own. I believe that you died and rose again for me so that I could flourish. And I want to say yes to your invitation to life. I'd love to invite us all to close our eyes and bow our heads. We're just going to have a moment of prayer and um, I'm going to pray for us. And if that's, if that's you, if you're sitting there thinking, yeah, I, I need to work something out with God. I need to recommit to Him. Or I need to turn away from something and come back to Him. Especially if you're sitting there thinking, I've never said yes to Jesus, but I really want to say yes to Him right now. Then I would love to pray for you. I'd love to pray for you whilst everyone is looking at the ground, eyes closed, letting you have your own private moment if that's you and you would love for me to pray for you right now would you just look up at me and raise your hand so I know who I'm praying for awesome let's let's pray Heavenly Father thank you so much that you are good and you are here thank you that you are everywhere that you love us and that you're for us Lord we thank you that Your will for us is that we flourish. Your will for us is that we would be healthy and growing and yielding fruit in its season. Lord, I lift up everybody who just raised their hands to you. Lord, I pray that you would meet with them right now. I pray that you would work out what needs to be worked out. I pray that as they turn to you, as they say yes to you, as they give their hearts back over to you, Lord, would you come in? Would you just bring transformation? Would you bring healing? Would you bring health? Would you bring growth? Would you bring flourishing? Lord, as we go into a time of worship, we just invite you to continue speaking to us, continue calling us forward, continue meeting with us. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to just take it, head into a time of worship and just declare some things about God that are true. As we do that, if you've got stuff that you're, you're feeling in your heart, like, oh, I need to ask God this question or I need to talk to God about this, I encourage you to do it. Whatever you've got to do in this space, in this time, to connect with God and let Him do in your heart what needs to be done, do that. Let's, let's worship together. Thanks, church. Thanks, team.